0: We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host Coop with my main man Webb. What up people? We have such a fun show for you today. The NBA trade deadline is fast approaching and moves are being made. Webb, are you ready for today's show?
1: Always ready, man. I'm 85%
0: today. That is 55% more than me. So good for you, buddy. I'm proud of you. It's been exciting times. We're going to talk about the trades that have happened, the trades that might happen, and we may talk a little NFL coaching hires. Webb, let's start with someone that I thought might get traded, but now he's out for the season conveniently. Bradley Beal has a wrist injury. He's having surgery. He's out for the season. There was talk he could be traded. With him being out, Washington will keep him now. And he is eligible for a $230 Supermax deal this offseason. Do you think Bradley Beal faked this injury to qualify for this contract and sit out the rest of the year for Washington?
1: Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, no more than any other NBA player does fake injuries when the team sucks or exaggerate injuries. But um, yeah, he's definitely taking that money.
0: He's made it pretty clear it's all he wants, too. He's like, yeah, I'm, I want to get that money. He could get like 160 million from another team, but he wants that 240. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't blame him at all. I'd want the 240 as well. I don't blame him at all.
1: Yeah, he's definitely gonna sign the contract and then demand a trade after. That's how you do it in the NBA. The Anthony Davis special. That's true, yeah. Your team. The, the Everyone's special coup.
0: No, it's just Anthony Davis. He's the only one. Your team's full of dirtbags. K Webb. Let's talk about some trades that have happened already. There was some bombshells involving Halliburton, but this was not a bad thing. Damanis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holliday traded to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. This blew up the NBA Twitter world today. This blew up the NBA world today.
1: What are your initial thoughts about this trade Web um my initial thoughts on that i think that indiana won that trade i i I love it for indiana but i think that indiana has some more moves to make because they have some uh, redundancy in the backcourt with uh brogdon and halliburton who are very similar players and then you have buddy healed and chris duarte so i imagine at least one of those players well brogdon can't get moved until i think april which is past the deadline but um I believe that someone else is going to get traded either now or shortly in the offseason. But this team won't be the same team come October.
0: I like the deal for Indiana more as well. I like Halliburton quite a bit. Buddy Heald, one of the best volume three-point shooters in the league. Tristan Thompson, I forgot, was in the NBA still. So I'm not going to lie to you. I totally forgot he was still playing. Did well, he's in the
1: headlines for the wrong reasons. So That's where I know forget. him from
0: recently. Yeah, yeah. I was like... <laughs> How does he have time to have all this nonsense and still play basketball games? That's impressive.
1: Well, he, uh, you know what this, this guy only got that big contract in Cleveland because he was with, uh, with Clutch. Um, never deserved that really, but now he's just a, uh, he's just a hashtag, he's just the butt of the jokes now. Like, he's a joke. It's not very nice.
0: I don't hate the deal for Sacramento. I love Damanis I think he's really good. I think the last season and a half with Miles Turner drafting Goga in the first round the top 10, he wasn't getting the minutes he deserves. He's kind of splitting his role. Marvin Bagley isn't going to stop him from playing. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes, be the key re- rebounder there. I think he's going to improve in Sacramento. I kind of like the deal for Sacramento. I love it more for Indiana, but I don't hate it for Sacramento. I understand why they did what they did.
1: Here's why I don't like it for Sacramento, because I don't think... Sabonis changes anything for them. He's going to get destroyed by the bigs in the West. He's not a good defender. Um, he's not going to add anything. Like He's not going to do anything on Gobert. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, Anthony Davis. These guys are just going to – I mean, he may, he may get his buckets, but he's not really going to change anything for Sacramento. Sacramento doesn't, just doesn't move the needle for me for them being like a playoff contender. Uh, they got rid of one of the best shooters in the league buddy healed uh one of the best upcoming guards in the league in Halliburton um and and yeah I think I think it was a lateral kind of move for them because I think what they need is um like they did need some some uh I guess some reinforcements or insurance in the front court but I just don't know Sabonis was the answer like I, I, I like Sabonis offensively but he just doesn't do it for me as a as a game changer defensively
0: he is not good defensively but he's not the worst defender in the league but i just think he is a really talented offensive player he's like the c version of of jokic he's a pretty good passer decent rebounder decent scorer can shoot the three a little bit he has skills i think if he is the main guy in sacramento which he probably is i think he could be a 25 and 12 kind of guy now
1: that possible? Well, oh, I think the stats will be there for him. He'll put up good numbers. I just don't think it changes anything for Sacramento. I think he can put up some great numbers. I'm only just, asking
0: for my fantasy team reasons. So
1: <laughs> I don't care about yeah. that for being honest. I, th- I think he can put up great numbers. I just I don't know. I just I I don't know what Sacramento's really doing. Because um, to me this doesn't really change much. I thought they were gonna move Harrison Barnes. Maybe they still do. There was rumors about um Deer and Fox for Julius Randle, which doesn't make any sense to me either, but terrible um, idea. Yeah,
0: I think Sacramento sees the West is weak. Portland, San Antonio, and New Orleans are ahead of them. They're the 13th seed right now. They could get the ten seed. I think they honestly could. They're like two games out of it. They could get that. It's possible. Yeah, but
1: is it possible that they make the playoffs? Like even as a ten seed, they'd still have to match up with uh, with the 7th seed. So and, it's and Minnesota, and then, and Minnesota.
0: Does Minnesota scare you at all?
1: Well, it may not be Minnesota at the end of the season, but even if they beat Minnesota, they'd have to match up again uh, to win the the, the eighth seed. So,
0: like the the Lakers are going to fall out of it soon. I just I'm not worried about those teams at all. It's not not worried about it. I think it's a good trade. We'll see. Okay, Web, uh, a person that has killed fantasy teams of mine for years, C.J. McCollum was traded. Also, it's a seven player deal in total. The Pelicans get C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. The Blazers are getting back Mikheil Alexander-Walker, Thomas Sodoransky, and Didi Luzada. The Pelicans will also receive New Orleans' 2022 first-round pick with protections and two future future second-round picks. I think this is a terrible deal for Portland. I don't get why they did it. How do you feel about this, Jill?
1: Yeah, I I like this deal better for New Orleans, but I I kind of understand what Portland's trying to do they're It's a fire sale right now. They're blowing the whole thing up. It's a new GM in town. Olshay is not there anymore. So I guess they want to start from scratch and build around Dame and get their own guys in this off season. So they, they've given up on this year. they mailed it in. Um, the Dame and CJ thing wasn't working. I'm not a CJ fan at all. I think he had to go Um So I think they're just going to evaluate this young talent, see who to keep and then just make moves in the off season.
0: Yeah, I don't even like it that much for New Orleans. Like I think Alexander Walker has some upside. He started off the year kinda of hot. He fell off a
1: little bit, but
0: how much better are you with CJ McCollum? Like are you much better?
1: Uh no, not much better. But I think I, I think they wanted like more consistent guard play. They had like uh Kyra Lewis and and Nikhil Alexander Walker and, and Devontae Graham. It just hasn't been working. I think this is a move for next year. And they're not that far out of the the uh the playoff uh playing game either. They've been doing not they've been doing all right the last little bit. I think they're they're in the ten seed right now. So like they're actually in the, the spot uh right now I'm looking at the standings. So they can it can improve a little bit. This doesn't make them worse. Uh Valanchun is playing well. Uh Jackson Hayes is playing really well. You know, I like Josh Hart but obviously he's gone to Portland now. Um and and I don't know if Zion's even coming back this year. But
0: I, I like the Larry Nance Jr. part of it, actually. I think he's a really good defender right now. I think that makes some sense. But let me ask you a question. What do we see first? The Easter Bunny or Zion play basketball this year? I don't know. Good question. I'm going to give you the answer. It's Zion eating the Easter Bunny. That's for sure going to happen first.
1: Okay. So, CJ McCollum,
0: what do you think his stats look like going forward this season?
1: Uh, Maybe a little, like low the, 20, the, the, the low 20s, scoring in the low 20s. Like what he's usually put up. I'm not a McCollum fan. Like I just just never been a fan of his shot, his mechanics. He, I mean, I give him respect because of how he played in the bubble, but he should not be your number two. Um, yeah. Eh.
0: Spoken like a true person that does not care. Okay, the next trade, Karis LeVert. This guy has been traded more than the last like 18 months than anyone I can remember. Karis LeVert has been traded. From the Pacers to the Cavaliers, the Cavaliers get Lavert in a 2022 second round pick via Miami. The Pacers get Ricky Rubio, who tore his ACL, a 2022 first round pick that's lottery protected, a 2022 second round pick, and a 2027 second round pick. I love this deal for Cleveland. They're competing in the East. I think this is exactly what they needed. This is a great
1: deal for them. I love it. Yeah, this is great for Cleveland. and uh, They don't need to bring Sexton back whenever he's... Healthy, they can deal him in the summer um and i think it's good i mean indiana is just trying to rebuild now and evaluate in the summer um like you said this is the the scoring option they need they needed a, a, a two uh really badly cleveland did and uh karis lavert you know i think he had a chance to do really well and actually um Actually, win experience success.
0: Cleveland might be the most interesting team in the East right now. Brooklyn's lost what eight in a row. I came home today and they were losing 28 to four to, to Boston. Like the East no is KD wide open. and Kyrie
1: and Harden, KD, they're all out. Yeah,
0: expected. KD's hurt a lot. Kyrie has his issues. And Harden wants out of Brooklyn so bad it's ridiculous. Who, who scares you in the East? Can you guarantee to me Cleveland is not the best team in the East right now?
1: Yes. Milwaukee's better than Cleveland. Are they? Oh, 100% they're better than Cleveland. How much better? Like, maybe Cleveland wins a game in a series against them. Milwaukee would wipe the floor with them.
0: 100%. You hate rookies and Evan Mobley. Our show is named The Rookie Phenoms, and you give a rookie phenom <laughs> no love.
1: You're a disgrace to this show. And I think I think Miami probably beats them pretty handily, too.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm not scared of Miami. I, I like Miami. I'm just not scared of them. I think Cleveland is really fun, and I'm rooting for I,
1: them. And you know who else I think is better? The Raptors.
0: This Raptors thing makes makes no sense, by the way. It's so ridiculous. Why wow. are they doing this?
1: I, t- I, I said this team is gonna compete. They have they have uh some of the best shooters in the league. Van Vliet, Gary Trent. They got a you know, they hit the lottery with Scotty Barnes. Uh, a Siakam pick you playing. and I
0: always loved. We no, never said anything <laughs> bad about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seattle's <Yikes. Siakam's> playing Seattle's <laughs> playing very well. They have like one of the best uh, starting lineups in the league. The Raptors do. Apparently,
0: apparently they're trying to get Danilo Gallinari. By the way, Raptors are in
1: talks with Atlanta for him. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting because I don't think the I don't think shooting is a is what the Raptors need. Like they need a big. Isn't Gallinari like six ten? Yeah, but he's not a big. Like he's he's a stretch four. Like I mean, like a big like someone inside the paint. I don't think the Raptors care about that at all. In the East, it's gonna bite them though. When they're playing against Milwaukee or Philly, it, it, it's going to matter. Yeah, maybe. Like, Siakam's their center. Like, he should not be their center. Chris Boucher is still around, okay? And that guy's, like, 15 feet long.
0: It makes no sense. <laughs> I think I think he's probably gone. There is talks he could be traded, which we're going to get to a whole list of guys that are going to be traded. Good. Let's get to that now. Let's get to that now, actually. Um, Wait,
1: so, we missed the trade. What trade did we miss? The big Clippers trade with Portland over the weekend.
0: Oh, the Covington one? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. What are the terms of that trade again? Sorry.
1: That's a good question. Uh, Robert Covington, <clears throat> sorry, and Norman Powell uh, traded from Portland to the Clippers for peanuts. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, Justice Winslow, a 2025 second round pick that Detroit owns and a trade player exception.
0: Yeah, the Clippers won this deal in a wash which is probably why I did not write it down because I was so embarrassed for what Portland did there. (laughs) It did not make sense to me at the time, and I think I blocked it out of my memory. I really do because it was pathetic. Portland just gave these guys away for nothing to the Clippers. I did enjoy that because it makes the Lakers look worse because they couldn't pull this off. So good for the Clippers, though. Good for you, Clippers.
1: Well done. Well, the Clippers luckily had big contracts like Bledsoe and and Justice Winslow had been on a contract that he shouldn't have been on uh so good for them offloading that and getting norman powell and uh robert covington to uh three and d guys um should help i mean i think it doesn't i don't think it addresses the clippers huge void or huge need in the middle but it's definitely keeping them competitive if if somehow paul george comes back and if by some stroke of luck, uh, Kawhi comes back in the spring. Yeah,
0: Doc Rivers was just named one of the 15 best coaches of all time. This guy has lost three series up 3-1. But he's one of the best 315 coaches of all time. Good for you, NBA. Good for you. Yeah, that's that's a hard list, though. Yeah, they ran it after like nine. They're like, okay, let's we'll, we'll name some guys here. Let's we'll keep it going.
1: <laughs> it's the Boston thing, man.
0: Okay, so the Clippers right now are without their two best players, Paul George, out for the season, more than likely. Kawhi Leonard, out for the season, more than likely. And they still have a better record than your Lakers. How is that possible, Webb? Don't you have all-pro, all all-star, all never-injured Anthony Davis on your team? And LeBron James? And former MVP Russell Westbrook? You have three, three Hall of Famers on your team. And the Clippers, who are being led by Serge Ibaka, are beating you. How is this happening? what's happening to your team?
1: Yeah, It's pretty bad. But the Lakers have been banged up. They are they've had uh I think top 3 uh most uh or or or, or many different starting lineups. Um they have like 26 or 27 different starting lineups this season. So uh Russ and AD and and LeBron haven't played that much together. Uh, but, yeah, it, to be honest, it's pretty bad. Like the Clip- And the Clippers came from behind, like some really huge deficits and actually won. Can't say the Lakers have really done that. Lakers have blown leads. Let me ask you a serious
0: question. Good. Who is the best player on the Clippers right now that is playing currently? Uh, it's probably Norman Powell. Okay. For a guy that was not there three days
1: ago, who was the best guy in the, for the season? Who is, who is it? I'd say it'd be between – I mean, Paul George was there earlier. But um, I'd say it'd be between, uh, not including Paul George, uh, Marcus Morris, or or Reggie Jackson.
0: Are they going to the Hall of Fame like LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis are?
1: Only time will tell, Coop.
0: Luke Kennard is a starter, and your team can't beat them. You're pathetic. Jeez. At least the Colts had Carson Wentz to bring us down. You guys have nothing stopping you, and you're failing. This is embarrassing. Andrew Luck. <laughs> That wouldn't hurt my soul. Okay, Webb, let's talk about some trades that could happen. The biggest one I think that's being talked about right now is Ben Simmons on Philly or James Harden in Brooklyn. I'm going to assume Philly will throw in some picks as well there. Ben Simmons, notoriously unhappy, has paid $19 million in fines so far for not showing up for the team. I think James Harden has had a, a less than optimal time in Brooklyn. Kyrie not showing up for half the time half the games has angered him. He's a free agent after the season. Apparently he is likely to leave and go to Philly to rejoin Daryl Morey. Do you think this trade will happen before Thursday's deadline?
1: I don't think I don't think Brooklyn does it. I don't think it makes sense uh for them to get Ben Simmons. It'd be a great haul for Philly. Daryl is too much too shrewd of a of an executive for people not to to be aware of this. Um and Sean Marks is 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 not too shabby himself, um, but no, I don't think the, I don't think this trade goes through at all. I think Harden, I think Harden, uh, I don't want to say probably, but I think there's a chance that Harden gets traded. I don't think it's the Philly because I don't think Brooklyn is gonna take on Ben Simmons. It doesn't make sense for the team at all. So here's why I disagree
0: with you that it does not make sense. I think Ben Simmons actually is a good fit for Brooklyn. He doesn't need to shoot. Kyrie and KG will take. 45 shots a game. He can run the transition, play good defense. They don't really have great defenders there. He's a top three defender in the league when he's playing. If Brooklyn just has him shoot a thousand free throws every day, he could be good in Brooklyn. He could fit in well there. I think it makes sense for Philly, obviously, to get this chump out of there. But the owner of Brooklyn banned Daryl Morey from coming to the stadium the arena because of his comments supporting Hong Kong. I think that may be an issue where he does not make this deal for that reason. But I think it makes sense for both sides. If Harden leaves in the offseason, they get nothing. At least if they make this deal, they get Ben Simmons on contract for four more years. That makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, but the thing is like if you're Brooklyn and you are looking to deal James Harden, you don't have to deal with Philly. You have a number of teams that can still you can still trade with. You don't have to make it with with, with Philly. And if Harden's gonna leave in the offseason Anyway, he can, you know, he can be traded to a team, go there for a rental and then leave in the off season and they can take the risk of, of taking one. I don't, I don't like it for, for Brooklyn. I don't, I don't really see what that does for, for them. Like, yeah, they get a better defender, but Harden's a way better shooter. Um, gets to the line more. He's way more reliable offensively. Uh I don't know how how often Brooklyn is really in transition like as a as a fast break team, but but what you said about Ben Simmons is right. Like he's he's a good he's a great play, playmaker. He's a great defender. Um I just think that's a really interesting dynamic with Ben Simmons there. I think if they want to trade Ben Simmons, they should trade him elsewhere. I just think Harden has shown when he is not
0: interested in being somewhere, he checks out. He did he gained a bunch of weight in Houston before he left. He's gained weight this season. He's not interested anymore. I think he had four points a few games ago. This guy averaged like 40 points a game for like almost like two months. He's getting four a game right now. I think he's checked out. And I'd be worrisome if I would trade for him if I was a different team because if he doesn't want to be there, he will not try. He will sit it out. And then Maury will probably still give him the money this offseason. So I think Brooklyn's in a tough place right now.
1: I really do. I, uh, yeah, I, th- I think there's a number of places that could take on Harden. And I think teams would be willing to uh, to take the gamble because you really don't know with this guy. And I think you're right. When he's checked out, he's not even like obviously giving his effort, giving his best, and just mentally knowing that he's not coming back. Like, he can't hide it. He wears it on his sleeve. So we'll see what happens.
0: Okay, so the Athletic made a trade deadline big board. I want to go through some of their names to just talk about guys that we think could be moved or could not be moved. Ben Simmons is number one on atlas. we talked about.
1: Bradley Beal, we think he's staying there, right? This injury sealed it. I don't. The injury didn't seal it for me. I just, I just don't know where he would be traded to. Um, I would like to see him go to a team like, uh, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't mind him going to Brooklyn, but I don't think that would make sense for Washington to do that. Yeah, I don't think they, they wouldn't do Harden for him. I don't think. Yeah. Beal. Yeah. Not even not even because of Keith Beal. I think Harden's definitely a way better player, but like I just for the re- reasons we talked about, I don't know if Harden would be interested to go to DC and okay. not do anything. Okay, the Kings have made some moves. Does De'Aaron Fox get moved or Harrison Barnes? Are there more moves under the Kings coming? Yeah, I think so. I think the Kings have to make more moves because they still have this logjam. Rashawn Holmes, they have Marvin, ba- Marvin Bagley. Uh, they have this... This front court that doesn't feel complete. And then you have Harrison Barnes who's playing the four, which is kind of weird. So, um, I mean, he's, he's done a decent job of it. I just think that, yeah, for sure, Harrison Barnes can get moved. Or Fox.
0: I think Fox stays now that Halliburton has been traded, but I could see Harrison Barnes getting moved. I really could. Uh, I think Marvin Bagley could also get moved. I just. That was a wasted pick. You could have had Luca. You messed it up. You could have had Trey Young. You messed it up. You got to count your losses and move on, I think.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, I may have, I probably would have taken, if I had to choose between Halliburton and Fox, I'm probably taking Halliburton if I had to. If I had to choose well, between has,
0: them. He hasn't gotten paid yet. So I think I would take Halliburton as well. I'm not well, sure not, De'Aaron, De'Aaron not Fox even is that. a great winner.
1: Yeah. And it's not even just a, the contract. Like, I, I know De'Aaron Fox got the, got the, uh, the extension but it's just as a player like i i think halliburton has a much higher ceiling than what we've seen with darren fox in the in, in the year and a half that we've seen halliburton in the in the nba like i think i like what i've seen with him more okay does julius randall get traded from the knicks no i'd be very surprised i think i think they want to build around randall especially with the the big extension they gave and no i don't think so i think he stays as well but
0: do you feel good after giving him the extension because he has been very underwhelming this year. I have not been impressed with him. I had him, I think, first team All-MVP last First team All-Pro last year. I think he was All-NBA. I think he was first team. Is that correct? We have him first
1: team last year? Uh, No, I think think we had him second year. Second uh, All-NBA. But he was really good last year. I I mean, I never thought he was as good as people said he was, because I watched him for years, and he had a breakout year. But, I mean... I don't think he's that guy. Like I just don't, I love Julius Randle, but I just don't think he's that guy. And, uh, what I appreciate most about you is you insult him
0: and then say you love him in the same sentence. It's really nice. No, I think he sucks, but possible. I love him.
1: I love him. No, he's, he's good, but he's not a number one option for me. Uh, he has his limitations. He's a very tough player. Like, like he plays really hard, gives it all his all, but, uh, he's just not number one. Like he, He had a great year last year, but he's regressed this year. And I'm not surprised at all because I think he's more the guy who's playing this year than he is the guy who was putting up the numbers last year.
0: I agree with you. He wasn't as good as last year. I don't think he's as bad as he is this year. He's proven he can play well on a high level, but I'm just not sold on him as being a number one guy for a championship contender. Like he choked in that Atlanta series so embarrassingly. You and I both had New York winning that series pretty easily, and we both looked really stupid
1: wait a second i had atlanta buddy no that's not true i definitely did not have the next
0: you came (laughs) on here and said the garden will not fall you said the garden is eden you
1: said a bunch of stuff it was crazy i said
0: i said i could see the east atlanta santa pulling us out wow and you said that would never happen and i said okay well i i trust you i guess that's how i recall it happening
1: yeah but you're the devil so I don't trust your recollection.
0: I would go back and look it up, but I do not want to be proven a liar, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Miles Turner, does he get traded from Indiana? They move Sabonis. Is Turner next?
1: I could definitely see Miles Turner more than Julius Randle getting traded from the Knicks. So, I'll say maybe, but with Sabonis getting traded like you said, I think it lowers the the likelihood that Turner gets moved, but it wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Because at this point, they're not competing for anything. Um, unless you're like very convinced that Miles Turner is a part of your future and you're going to build around him possibly, like you don't need to keep him. He's injured a hell of a lot. I think he's really valuable, but is because he, of the injury. Is he valuable? Like, when he's on the court, when he's on the court, like just in a vacuum, uh, yes. But like with what we've seen, it, it lowers his value quite a bit because he's always hurt.
0: I think he's leading the league in blocks right now. So he's putting up numbers. He's a good defender. I have no faith in him being healthy at all. Uh, Very underwhelmed with him as an offensive player. He posted a video uh, with a girl, I think a few days ago, talking about being traded to the Lakers. And he's trying to ask this girl out. So I think he's checked out of Indiana. I think he's done. They might not trade him, but he is checked out of there mentally. He asked for a trade like a month ago, didn't he?
1: That was a bonus.
0: I think it was both of them. I think it was Turner as well.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. only heard about Sabonis. And Sabonis got his wish. So, enjoy Sacramento, California, where everyone wants to be.
0: Even the governor does want to be in Sacramento. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. Jeremy Grant, the Pistons forward. Really valuable player. Really good player on a bad team. Is he traded? There was talks that Portland was trying to get him.
1: Yeah, he's probably traded. I like Jeremy Grant. I watched him in Syracuse. He's really good. Um... I always thought he was underutilized in Philly. Made a name for himself, um, especially on Detroit. But, yeah, I think he's moved. Detroit has no reason to keep him.
0: I think they should keep him because what will they get back? Like, you have Cade. What else do you have? Jeremy Grant's the only other good player in your team. They keep him and try and build something. I don't understand why they're
1: trading everyone away. Sadiq Bay's has uh, been decent. Uh, Diallo's been okay. But, yeah, they don't have much. I just don't know where they're going with him. Like even with him, Cade. I think they should just build around Cade. I don't. I don't know, man.
0: If you're not going to get good players, how are you building? Just keep drafting no, guys mean, and hope for the
1: best. Like it's terrible. I don't. I don't mean just get rid of him for nothing. But I think they should like this team next year. They're not competing for anything. No one's signing there, so it probably isn't the best interest to either tank and flip up a draft pick for someone, or trade Jeremy. Grant and a draft pick this year for someone.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say this right now: Stars should look at Detroit to sign for max contracts there. If you signed a hundred and sixty million dollar contract in Detroit, you could buy Detroit, the whole city. You can buy a house in in Detroit for like three thousand dollars. Yeah, but I, I don't say, they want.
1: I don't know if they want to live there. With, you know, if the house is three three g three grand. No, so.
0: buy like four blocks for like oh. eighty grand. Buy a compound. Make yourself king. That's what I would do. I would I would name, I would take half of Detroit, I'd cut it off. It would be Coop Town. I would own it. It'd be amazing. I couldn't do Cooperstown because that's the Baseball Hall of Fame. I had a short next. Yeah. I thought this out. Coop Town. No one could get in, except for me and my, not going to make that joke, but I'm just saying, Webb, it'd yeah, be I pretty good. I going with
1: that. Um, <laughs> glad you didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, like, I mean, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but like, I really love the standards they set for the Hall of Fame. So I stupid. really do. It's the worst. It makes no sense. I actually like it. Not no. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the you have you have 10 years to get in or 10, what is it? 10 opportunities to get in if you don't like you have to look at other means. I don't like that. I think you should always have a chance to get it.
0: Here's why I do not like it. And I heard a solution that I think actually fixes the whole problem. The Baseball Hall of Fame is a museum. As of right now, Pete Rose, the M- Major League Baseball all-time hits leader, is not in the Hall of Fame. Right. Barry, Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame, all-time home runs leader. Roger Clemens, arguably the best pitcher of a generation, not in the Hall of Fame. Alex Rodriguez, not in the Hall of Fame. Sammy Sosa. Sosa was never a great player like this. He was not an all-time guy. Those four guys are four of the best 25 players ever that are not in the Hall of Fame. This is just the museum. I heard this uh, suggestion from Michael Schur. He is the writer of Parks and Recreation, The Good Place, huge television producer. He said, it takes you have to wait five years to get in the Hall of Fame uh, for most players. Add 10 years to that as punishment for steroid guys. And then let them in and write it on the plaque. So you got to wait 15 years to get in the Hall of Fame now. But then you get in. I think that's so much better than acting like Barry Bonds didn't play the sport for 20 years. I just think it's ridiculous
1: right and for those who don't know uh including myself michael shirt played mose on the office he was also one of the head writers in the office yeah he was a huge right. guy probably better you mentioned the office coop
0: i mentioned the good show he wrote parks and recreation i All didn't talk show. about the the trash show he wrote the office
1: i skipped that one for obvious reasons
0: the cult classic the office terrible okay <laughs> i'm saying by detroit okay Derek White, the guard for the Spurs, do you think he gets moved? I kind of like Derek White a little bit.
1: Uh, I like him a little bit, just like what you said. I think he should get moved because I think the Spurs can be a good team. And I don't think they need Derek White in their future. They have DeJounte Murray. They have Keldon Johnson. They have Lonnie Walker. They have some really good young guys. I think you can find another Derek White pretty easily. That's kind of where I am as well. I like him. I'm not sure I would give up a lot to get him,
0: though. So I think a lot of teams have point guards. So I'm not sure what you're giving up to get him. But I, I think he could be moved pretty easily. The Spurs have no reason to keep him.
1: Yeah, and I think the Spurs, they're not a very good rebounding team. Um, They have shooters, but they actually don't shoot the ball that well. And I think um, I think you can get a decent big for them. I thought they were going to compete more this year. They're not out of the running, but they probably don't make the 10th 10, 10 spot. No, yeah. So Marvin,
0: Bagley, Marvin Bagley for Derek White. Who says no?
1: The Spurs. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Okay.
0: One of my favorite guys in the league, Jalen Brunson, the guard for the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks should probably keep him, but Jalen Brunson is eligible for a contract this offseason. The Mavericks can give him four for 60. Outside, he can get four for 80, so he's likely gone. Do you think he's traded now?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, I think I think they're more likely to trade Porzingis than him, just because you can get a better return. I think. Can you get a better return for Porzingis? Yeah, he was playing. He's when he's on the court, he's playing well. Um, he played well in the, on the Knicks. He played, you know, he's like a twenty point per game scoring scorer. Jalen Brunson, we've only seen do as well as he did this year because Luca was hurt, and Jalen Brunson did a fantastic job. But again, like these flash of the pan guys, I'd rather see like. Consistent production, then I don't know what I'm getting with Jalen Brunson.
0: back to Borzingis. if you traded for him, how many games before he was out for the season? I'm
1: going to say four. Mm, no 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 I, I, I think he'll play more than half the season. no,
0: he would get traded for and he would immediately be hurt. There's no question in my mind that's exactly what would happen.
1: but you know what you need to do? You just need to uh just manage him. you just need to no back to backs, limit the minutes. I think he can be really efficient if you give him like around the, the 27, 28 mark. Porzingis has one of the most terrible cases of WBB in the league.
0: We talked about that a lot on the show. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is the name I usually go to for WBB syndrome very badly, but Porzingis has it real bad. And I would I think, want nothing to do with him going forward.
1: I think Porzingis is worse than McCaffrey. McCaffrey before 2021. 20, 2020, I think. 2020? Yeah, before 2020. Yeah, you're right. Before 2020 was pretty good, like, in terms of, like, staying on the field.
0: Got contract. WBB checked, kicked in immediately.
1: <laughs> but Porzingis was never healthy. Like, he had, like, that one year with the Knicks when he played probably the most games ever in his career. But he was never, like, that healthy. Always a risk. He's too tall. If you're seven three, you cannot play basketball t- for too long doesn't
0: work. It's never a successful long term.
1: And especially the way he plays too, right? He's not like a traditional big at that
0: height. Yeah, that's why I don't have much uh faith in that Chet Hayward guy coming up. What's yeah. his name? Chet Yeah, Chet. He might be the number 1 pick in the draft. He's skinnier than Kevin Durant. It makes no sense. <laughs> no thank you, WBB. Okay, Marcus Smart, did the Celtics trade Marcus Smart?
1: I don't know, man. I think they should um, probably. I don't know what his value is in the league. I think the Celtics need a, a they need a point guard, and so they probably don't. But I think they should.
0: I think they should. I uh, Marcus Smart has been getting a little bit worse each year for the last three years. I just I think they have to trade one of the of Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, and they won't. So Smart might be the fall guy. But I think they might keep him just because Boston is stubborn. I don't have much faith in them
1: at all right now. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm of the mindset that I think they can keep smart. Sorry, keep Jalen Brown and Tatum because to me, I don't know who to get rid of in that situation. I think they're both really good, and I just feel like if you get rid of one or the other, you're regretting it because I don't know what you're getting back.
0: I just I don't think they will ever be able to win a championship together. I think their styles are too similar almost. I just don't know what to do. I would try and move them, Harden for them, like Harden for Jalen Brown, or something like that, like something could Harden fix the problems in Boston?
1: I don't think so, because then you're losing solid defender, and Jalen Brown's really good. Like I think that like, people, like I think Jason Tatum's like pretty overrated. He's good, but he's not, he's been a very inefficient player this year, and I'm just not sure that he should guide your franchise uh, completely. I think I I think they should keep. Harden and sorry, I think they should keep Jalen Brown and, and and Tatum for at least another year. I don't think they're gonna win a championship together, but I don't know who you're winning a championship with instead of J- Jalen Brown. Like I don't know who what caliber of player they're getting. See, and I don't and I and I think Jalen Brown at times has been the better player out of the two. I don't think hard, I think Tatum's had a down year, man. Web you're forgetting something very important though right now about the, the championship opportunities
0: in this city. Where do they play? What city is it in? In town. Boston. They don't care if teams cheat there. They openly accept cheaters. Tom Brady is regarded as a god down there, the biggest cheater of all time. Uh, Bill Belichick, god, huge cheater. They like cheaters. So this team will cheat to win. They might lower the backboard a little bit, lower the rim. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to find a way to cheat to get hell eventually. Jason Tatum wins a title in an NBA career. It's going to happen by cheating.
1: Maybe. Speaking of Brady, you see the comment he made earlier this week? It's I did. the worst.
0: He is a garbage person. Why would you never, do that? Never say never about being retired. You've been retired for three days. You couldn't let it go, you
1: scumbag. The worst. That was the worst. And you made such a stink about it when Schefter leaked your, uh, your, your story. And now you're saying that you may come back and like, don't count it out? So what was the big deal? Why did you need to to kill the story? So Bill Simmons had a theory that he wants to be the 49ers quarterback
0: next year. So he retired. So Tampa would kind of move on from him. And then the 49ers could trade like a fourth round pick to get him as their quarterback for next season. That is the theory going around from a Boston cheater, Bill Simmons. So put that in context. But I could kind of see it being true.
1: As soon as you said, Bill Simmons said, I tuned up. (laughs) And I don't believe it at all he's 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 skip bayless east come on isn't skip bayless skip bayless east too no skip bayless is skip bayless west
0: skip bayless is skip bayless the garbage
1: okay eric gordon
0: he's a guard on the rockets i had to look up where he plays like he's been traded so many times is eric gordon traded this off this this trade deadline
1: yeah i think he's gone because uh he's an older guard he's like 33 34 and he could be really valuable to another team. Houston's not going anywhere. I don't think they care what they get for Eric Gordon because they have a bunch of guards um, on their team. And I think a, a, I think he's been really good this year, Eric Gordon. Um, at least as a shooter. And in like a limited role. So I think another team's going to be trying and they're going to be calling Houston for him.
0: I think you might get a second round pick for him, but you're not getting much. It's, it's kind He could get moved though. I have no problem with it, but he's... He's a good player on a bad team kind of guy. I think I have very little faith in Eric Gordon going forward.
1: See, I, see, I like him going to like a, a a contender or like a middle of the pack team. I think he can do, I think he can do a good job.
0: Maybe. I mean, I've seen him choke a lot before. I've seen him in big moments not play well.
1: <laughs> but but that's different. He, he he's not the guy now. He's not on the Clippers. You know where he's starting. He can come off the bench. He can get you a solid twelve points a night. Joe Burrow said he could get 12 points in an NBA game, by the way. Yeah, Joe Burrow is an interesting Too guy.
0: confident? Way too confident? Hey, Webb, the next name, Mitchell Robinson on the Knicks. Is there a chance he gets traded? Because he is constantly underwhelming to me.
1: Um, maybe. He had a really big game last night. Uh, I think he's definitely more likely to get traded than Julius Randle. I don't think he's untouchable, but maybe. I think he should get moved.
0: The Knicks have to understand that he is not the future of this team. He's constantly injured. People keep thinking he's a great like rebounder, defender. I think Nerlens
1: Noel is better than him. I'm just underwhelmed by him all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I think I think he's I think he's solid. I wouldn't pay him a bunch of money, and I don't think I'd want to trade for him, but I think he has some value around the league cuz he is a he's a good shot blocker. He's a rim runner. Um but he's not going to be a difference maker. You can't put the ball in his hands. Um, no, Miles Turner you know. is a much better option than him, I think. Yeah, but I think Miles Turner is hurt way more. Is he? Yeah. Is he? I think it's. I think it's closer than and, you think. And worse, and if he's not hurt more, Miles Turner has worse injuries. Like Mitchell Robinson is like banged up. That could be true. Okay.
0: Okay, Christian Wood, the center on the Rockets, guy I really like quite a bit. But the Rockets have to understand they are going nowhere this season. I think he could be a good addition to a contender. Does he get traded?
1: Nah, I don't think so. I think they want to build around him. Um, And they don't have many options. Like Jalen Green, obviously number two pick. Early, we haven't seen that much from him. He's also coming from the G League. But he doesn't look that great. I was really high on him. He had a much better preseason and summer league. Maybe it was summer league. than he did... uh, this regular season. So I think they keep Christian Wood because he's by far their best player right now. I think they should keep him as well.
0: They have him under contract, I think for two more years after this year, or is it three more years after this year, I would keep him and try and build along with him.
1: He's a good player. Yeah. No, no reason to get rid of him. Like, I think they should definitely uh, shore up the front court, get someone else in there. um, Better defender, veteran presence. The
0: issue is no one wants to sign in Houston because they know it's a dumpster fire.
1: The owner apparently is terrible.
0: I just don't know how they fix this situation now. It's really tough for them.
1: I don't think uh, I don't think there's any uh, question about it. I think the the owner is terrible. Like twenty people have fled Houston over the past uh, few years, and John Wall even wanted out. John Wall out of, can you believe that the, the nerve of John Wall to want out, and he wanted out. John Wall is actually on this list. Because him for Westbrook is being talked about again.
0: So get ready for that, Webb. John Wall on your team, maybe.
1: The thing with John Wall is...
0: John Wall... <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm, I'm, you I'm are a... pathetic. I'm that not a...
1: You turned immediately. John Wall, the nerve of him. Okay, the thing about John Wall is he's an underrated player. John Wall... No, he's not underrated. He's getting paid like $50 million. He's not underrated. But uh, he had a good year last year. For someone coming back from the, uh, those injuries, he had a good year. He put up like 20 and I want to say eight. Like, I think he had a good year. I don't want him on the Lakers. No. Um, he can't stay healthy. He's not a very good shooter. Um, but he's he, he's solid. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone trades for him. I do not want him on the Lakers. No, I do not.
0: Keep lying to yourself. A guy I like a lot. Spencer Dinwiddie. Guard on the Wizards. I have always liked him. Uh, you put me on to him when he was in college at Colorado. And ever since then, I've been rooting for him. And I think he's really good. I think he might get traded because his contract is very favorable.
1: But I think the Wizards should keep him for, to
0: grow with Bradley Beal.
1: I, I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he's gone because uh, the Wizards hate him and uh, they're not going anywhere. So there's no point in keeping him Like from a locker room standpoint. I think, he's, I think there'd be okay keeping him i like him uh but it, it took a while for him to get get back um in in the groove of things after the injury sustained um he probably needs a new scene of uh, a new change of change of scenery because he's not getting along with the wizards players and it may end badly for him hey dante Divincenzo, guard for the bucks he was a
0: starter last season got injured before the championship run. Was
1: playing pretty good basketball for them. Does he get traded this season? He might. They kind of have uh like uh Connaughton's playing well. Um they have uh Wes Matthews who's obviously more limited and, and older. But DiVincenzo came back late this season. I think he's taking a while to get back in uh in rhythm. Uh they have Jordan Noir, who's I loved at Louisville and I think uh was really good um but uh he could get moved Dante DiVincenzo before the injury
0: in the conversation for best white American basketball player The saying Web, championship game NCAA finals one of the best games for a sixth man ever it's on the list Webb he's on the list
1: you're on your own with that coop.
0: <laughs> you're on your own with that I love Dante that's all I'm saying good guy okay Yusuf Nurkic, uh, the Blazers are clearly just sending everyone out. Does he get moved as well? I think he could be really helpful in the West to go against against some of those bigs.
1: Yeah, I think he gets moved because he's kind of like a miles turner in terms of staying on the court. He's often injured. Um, Sometimes he disappears in games too. The Blazers just need to move on. I think I've been thinking for the past few days that he's going to get moved. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in like San Antonio. I wouldn't mind seeing him. Um, you know, San Antonio is not really competing. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he can go to a number of teams and, and, and help out the Clippers. That would be a solid addition for them. Uh, Charlotte. I like him in Dallas a lot. Yeah, but you want Dallas to be good. I'm thinking about teams that can actually, uh, win a, a playoff series.
0: The Clippers aren't going to be the five the four this year. Dallas is the five. They're um, going to win a playoff series this
1: year. All right.
0: Your Luka hatred is ridiculous, by the way. He has been amazing the last couple weeks. Just dominating.
1: It's good to know that he's good every couple weeks. He has been really good the last couple weeks, but it's an 82 game season. So, question for you, real quick How many games ahead of of the Lakers is Dallas right now? Lakers are nine spot. Dallas is, what, five? Five, five? yeah. Five seed. Well, Lakers are still under 500. Dallas is like seven or eight games above 500 so way ahead
0: exactly don't talk trash about luca that's what happens to your team when you when you're a mean person i just i just
1: i just have a question for you so you paid luca 200 and some odd dollars to come into the season overweight play well in january only to lose in the first round of the playoffs i don't know to me that's just not worth it it's not it's not worth the price of admission for me but he has been really good the last couple of weeks i can't Take that away from him. He's been almost averaging a triple double.
0: You hate on Luca more than any other player in the league. All these guys get giant contracts. Dame got a big contract. You don't talk trash about him for losing the first round of the playoffs all the time.
1: Dame's won his playoff series.
0: He won one like twice, two playoff series, one time. That but Dame, all been chokes,
1: all chokes. Here's here's where I give Dame credit. Uh, he was an older player coming out. I I like older players coming out of college. Came from a small school. He was just he just sort of did his own thing and just just played just professionally. There was no stupid song that came out called Hallelujah. There was no big deal made about him. Dame, Dame literally a... has
0: a rap songs. He raps yeah.
1: himself. Yeah, but Dame's been in the league for like ten years now. He can do that. Luca would have been making those songs in his rookie year.
0: And they would have been bangers, too. Luca is All the right. best rapper in the league, too.
1: I just don't hear Hala Luca being played very often now. It's really Luka, quiet on that front. He's the 5 seed. Just him. This team's terrible.
0: You're the worst.
1: Win a playoff series. Then we'll talk. And
0: Make the playoffs to the Lakers. Then we'll talk, okay?
1: All right. Be the, okay.
0: be, be the best team in L.A., maybe. How about that?
1: Be you know what? Than Luke Kennard Clippers. How about that? You know what? I won't even say make a, win a playoff series. Win three games. In a playoff series. You could still lose in Game 7. They did that. They went to Game 7? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah, twice. Both years. Luca won think. three games? No. He, yeah. No. They, they, went, they lost in Game 6 last year. Last year they went to Game 7. They went to Game 7? So the year before they lost in 6. Okay. All right. The first year that Kawhi was there, Luca won 2. People were getting ahead of themselves because it's Luca, And then he lost 4 in a row. Right. Last year was... Last year was seven games because Kawhi decided not to guard Luka for the first, however many, however long, and then he shut him down. It's embarrassing.
0: But, yeah, we're we're going to get in a fist fight, Webb. It's going to happen. Just get ready for I'm that. Just,
1: I'm just saying, like now that Luka's the $200 million man, he's definitely going to win a playoff series this year. Nothing will happen where he won't. He's a great three-point shooter, so we don't have to worry about that. He's a great free-throw shooter. Don't have to worry about that. He'll hit those free-throws in the in the waning moments of the game. So uh, what are you thinking? MVP uh, nomination this year or, or, or what?
0: And he's in the talks. He's in the conversation. Uh, I'm going to fight you. Okay. Mont- sorry. Colin Sexton on the Cavaliers. He's hurt right now. It just got Karis Levert. Do you think he gets moved? He had some high upside, when he got drafted
1: uh, in the offseason, Not, not for the deadline. I think I agree with you there.
0: I think they don't want to pay him, but I think they probably won't move him
1: yet. They already made the big move. Okay,
0: does Montrez Harrell get traded? A guy I know you like a lot because he plays for the Clippers, the best team in LA. He Used to play for the Clippers. Sorry, the best team in LA.
1: Yeah, I think he probably gets moved because he's on Washington and he's not getting that many minutes. He's playing, playing well. Like, like he's doing his thing. He's doing the Montrez thing: high energy, uh, you know, high percentage, attacking the basket. But yeah, I think he, I, I think he probably gets moved.
0: I think so too, but I would not give up much for him. He kind of is what he is, like a second round pick or something. Yeah, not much.
1: And he's not a big like he's he's six, seven. He can't shoot, can't play defense. He's literally the same height as a number of players in the league, but plays like the four and sometimes the five.
0: I think he's the same size as Hakeem Nicks. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, he's a little taller,
0: a little taller, maybe. Okay, Dennis Schroeder on the Celtics. Uh, They got him for six million dollars. He thought he was going to get an $85 million contract, ended up with 6000000 million. He's been very underwhelming on the Celtics and my fantasy
1: team. Does he get moved this year? Uh, I think if Boston could, they would. But I don't know how high of value he has around the league. So I would say more likely no than yes.
0: I think he has no market at all right now. Nobody wants him. Yeah, no one. Which is
1: it's interesting. Yeah, no. This guy was a sixth man of the year candidate. I think he finished second when he was on OKC. I think he's a solid player, but he he should not be starting for you. He should be coming off the bench and the team should be established already. Like You should not be relying on him for bench scoring, but he's solid. Like He's very really crafty around the rim. He could put up double digits uh, points. I think he's so limited defensively.
0: That he can just be a gunner. He he has the point guard size, but he's not a very good passer at all. He almost plays like a small two more than a one. I just think he's very underwhelming. I'm not impressed with his game.
1: I don't mind him. I th- I actually think he's a, he's an okay defender, um, but he's not a game changer for you. Like if you need you know a perimeter defender, you're not you're not making calls for Dennis Shorter. But I I think he gets a lot of flack now because he had a he had a really down year with the Lakers. And this year, you know, he's been the butt of many jokes, and he hasn't played that well. But remembering his time on Atlanta and OKC, like I think he's, I think he's serviceable. Does Mo Bamba, the top
0: five pick, I think for Orlando, the center, get traded? He's kind of looked okay this season a little bit. Like he's not been terrible. Like he was his first couple of years. Does he gets traded?
1: I don't think so. I love Mo Bamba. But he he can't stay on the court. Uh he's showing flashes now, but I don't think that's enough for team I think teams need to see a little bit more durability. He always had the potential. Played well at Texas. Um I'm a fan of a Bomba. I just I'd be surprised if a team took a, a flyer on him. I think he
0: needs to get it out of Orlando to save his career. Because if he stays in Orlando, he will have no career. It's a dumpster fire there. When he came out, he was getting Rudy Gobert butts. Like he's gonna be the next Rudy Gobert crazy arm length, block shots. And he has not been that yet. I think he needs to go somewhere else to become something better. I hope he gets
1: traded. I would hope so for his career. I agree with you in that sense. I just don't know if uh, teams are that high on him to trade for him. I think the Spurs. The Spurs
0: are an interesting choice for Bamba. I I would like that very much.
1: It'd be interesting to see him back in Texas. I'm a fan of his. He can, you know, occasionally he can stretch the floor. He's not like... Very proficient, but he can he can hit the outside shot every now and again.
0: The Raptors trade Goran Dragic. I hope they do because he's not even showing up to games anymore. He's got to go, right?
1: Yeah, I just don't know what they get for him because I think his value's at an all-time low. He can't stay healthy. He's like thirty. What is he? Thirty-six. He's old. Yeah, I think. I think so. Yeah, and he's a guard that, like, I mean, he can he can shoot, but he also relies on. I don't want to say athleticism, but footwork, craftiness. He's shifty. He's a shifty yeah. player. He was good last year. He was good
0: in Miami last year. He was actually good. Yeah, but he couldn't stay healthy. That's the problem. WBB. I hope he gets traded. I want to see him play basketball again. I
1: really do. But we'll see. <laughs> and I like, and, and and like I said on the Raptors before, like I, I think they have this logjam with uh, Boucher, Cam Birch, Precious, Achua. I think they should probably move on from either Precious or. Boucher because um I don't know, Boucher just doesn't look like he he's not a consistent fit in the rotation. I think he's good, like he's a he can hit the three. And definitely, uh uh, you know, um rim run, that's for sure. Uh he also has a durability issue, but I think the Raptors will be better off by getting either a, a big, like a true big, who could stay in the middle and actually defend the paint, or a backup point guard who's better than Malachi Flynn. Um to help their playoff chances. I think the Raptors will
0: trade Boucher over Precious. They just got Precious. He was the key piece of the Lowry trade. I don't think they'll move on from him yet. And Boucher just looks weird to be playing basketball. It's like his body doesn't make sense. Like his shot is so awkward. It's real weird. Like I remember he hit five threes in like a row one game. And I was like, how is this happening? It it should not be possible. But I I think he's pretty good.
1: You want to see the worst shot in basketball? Watch Jaron Jackson shoot a three-point shot—the absolute worst form in the NBA.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if Boucher's
1: form is weird. He just looks weird doing it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's still like he kind of has like a like a Kevin Garnett um, shooting from behind his head kind of mechanics. It's it's. It doesn't look weird to me. It's just, it's just unorthodox. Like, like the release is weird. It comes from behind his head, and he kind of snaps it. Like, it's, 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 it's weird. It's weird. It, it's, it. it's, 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 weird, but not a bad weird. Like, it's, it's. it's, no, it's, a, it's a bad weird. It's a bad weird. Submit it, okay. If you, and, if you see Jaron Jackson shoot worst shot, worst form in basketball. I wouldn't say the worst shot, but the worst form. As someone who owns John Morant in a fantasy league. I've watched
0: way too many Memphis games this year and I've seen Jaron Jackson. It's a terrible shot a lot. It's not great. It's
1: horrible, but it goes in sometimes.
0: Okay, the last two names I want to talk about are Tobias Harris and Thaddeus Young. And the only reason I'm mentioning Thaddeus Young is because I saw pictures today of NBA players that have over 13 points a game, almost six rebounds, and over 30% shooting the three and it's five guys in history. It's LeBron. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and Dad Young, and I was like, "That's pretty impressive." Good company, right? Like, I saw that and I was like, "This has to be fake. It has to be a Photoshop." But I'm pretty sure it was real.
1: It's also a very random stat, so it's uh, it's it's interesting that he came out came in with that. But yeah, you wouldn't think that he'd be in a group with them at all. But he was really good in Philly. Um, very efficient. Doesn't play on the spur as much, but um. think he still has some juice left in the tank he was good on chicago last year and he has a a solid contract they should probably move him because he's probably played 100 minutes total
0: i agree i get him out of there and tobias harris i think the sixers want to move him and ben simmons together i'm not sure anyone's going to take on that money but
1: you think harris gets traded i don't think tobias harris gets traded unless they can really swing a, a star like if they can get I don't know. Can't even think of who it would be. But I think it'd have to be a really sweet deal for Mori to get rid of Harris. Not that Harris is that good, but uh, the money that he's making and him being the second best player on that team, uh, yeah, probably have to be a, a player that actually makes them considerably I, better. I think they would trade him for just
0: about anything to create the cap space to get James Harden this offseason. I think if they can get out the money, they'd do it immediately. But then why do it at the deadline? just to create the space now so it's done. I mean, they could do it to the offseason, but I think if they can get off the money now, they'll do it now to get it done so they can get Harden in there.
1: I think Philly fans would be pissed off. I mean, I I don't know if that happens, but Philly has a chance to compete, Uh, you know, as a contender. They're playing well. Embiid's playing well. If they were to, That just seems like they're mailing it in to me, and they don't need to yet. But maybe they do it. I don't know.
0: Are there any other names of trade candidates you want to talk about? I think we've covered 30 names so far, 32 names.
1: Sure. didn't feel like 30, <laughs> um, we kind of touched on Gallo, right? Gallinari on, on Atlanta. Yeah. with the Raptors, making, he could, he's kind of redundant in Atlanta, right? And he's not, he, he doesn't have a big role. I, I like him on, uh, I like him on Cleveland. Actually. I think they need someone like him to, to structure. I mean, I know they have Kevin love, but I think they need more consistent shooting in Cleveland. Kevin Love has been really good, by the way. Like, I can't really emphasize that enough. Uh, he's been the best player at times. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think i like to see Gallo there. Making $20 million, Maybe New York. I don't know how much money they'd have to give up for that, but bring him back to New York. I think he could help. The Spurs, maybe. They're always into the European guys. Yeah, the Spurs. There. Could do some shooters uh, and some size. Yeah, that'd be solid. Um, i think who else uh maybe even denver but still don't know who they'd give up to match that contract that's kind of where they're yeah denver has very limit
0: limited moves because of all the contracts they've given out they're in salary cap hell a little bit for a while now <laughs> it's not good with,
1: with michael portage <laughs> who i i'm laughing but i thought he was really good in the bubble and you know his ceiling is high uh he's currently in jeans uh on the bench he, in the Knicks game,
0: he fell to third to fourteenth in the draft because of a back injury. Right, they give him two hundred and ten million dollars, and immediately has another back injury. This guy is—he's yeah. never going to play again. His career's yeah. over.
1: Yeah, that's oh, was, I, I think we'll see flashes every now and again, but yeah, that's it. Um, another name that I like. Sorry, another name that I thought of. Uh, Kelly Oubre, because he's been playing kind of well for Charlotte, but. If they could move him, and maybe a pick for a big, because Charlotte needs someone inside other than Pumley, I think that's uh, would be interesting. I, uh, I like Kelly
0: Oubre a little bit. I always think he's kind of overrated because he was a high draft pick. Yeah, he never really developed into what I thought he was going to be coming out.
1: Yeah, and 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 you know, I don't want people to think that I'm not objective. But Russ, we talked about that a little bit with John Wall. Uh, I could see Russ getting moved because the Lakers don't want to be in the playing game, at least not as the nine or ten seed, because it's an uphill battle to make the playoffs. It's better you're like seven or eight. Winning your in. Um THT, and Horton Tucker. See him getting moved. Kendrick Nunn, who does not play for the Lakers, but is on the roster. Uh I could see him getting moved. Any of those names mean anything to you? Uh the
0: Raptors tried to trade Kyle Lowry for Taylon Horton Tucker a year ago, and Palenka said, "No way, I can't give up on THT." And look how he looks now. You're general manager of the year, Palenka. <laughs> how do you feel, Webb? I've been—I—I I didn't say his name. He's on the list, and I was hoping you would bring him up, and you fell for my trap. I love it.
1: I okay. I I love THT. I can't. I can't lie like i've i've praised thg but he's looked horrible this year he makes some of the dumbest shots he's not very uh good (laughs) he's he's decent at finishing around the rim but when he gets the ball if he puts his back to the basket it's a problem because he's gonna shoot fade away step back like just it's just i don't want to see thg doing that um he's not a He's not that great of a ball handler. He's kind of wild, like out of control. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I,
0: you could just say he's bad. I don't know why it takes you a minute 15 to say someone's bad at basketball. You could just say it, it's way easier. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, moving on, I, and I do think the Lakers are going to be active this, uh, this trade deadline, by the way. I don't know if it's going to be like a huge, oh, yeah, home of course, there, but oh, of course,
0: they are. Yeah, they're. People are lining up to take that Westbrook contract on.
1: They're going to be active. I'm not saying it's just limited to Westbrook, but they'll be active. Moving on. um, Minnesota, someone who I like a lot, Naz Reed. I think could fill out uh, as a solid backup big. Um, Maybe Malik Beasley on Minnesota. Uh, They have Patrick Beverly there. They have D'Lo sometimes. Beasley's kind of an afterthought, and he's making solid money. They gave him a, a, a nice extension. Um, he was a really
0: good find for them. He played really well for them. I like yeah. Beasley.
1: He's good. But that was... Like, he was really good. And and, and then they got Dilo, And then Dilo was hurt. So he, you know, he had a lot of chances. Chances to start and stuff like that. But now that Dilo's, I mean, Dilo's still kind of hurt. But when Dilo's on the court, it's Patrick Beverly there, like, he doesn't get enough time to really shine. Like, he's a gunner. Um... Uh, someone else I can see. Let me see. Maybe Andre Drummond on Philly. Why? Because he's still a he's still a very good rebounder. Uh, contracts, very team-friendly. Um, One-year deal. No big commitment. I mean, I don't think he's going to be your starter, but off the bench, might be just, all right.
0: I just think anyone could have had him for the minimum last year, and no one wanted him for anything. So I can't see a team being interested in him now. But maybe. His contract is is,
1: is team-friendly. Yeah. And Philly's still one of the worst rebounding teams in the league somehow with Embiid and, and Drummond. Uh, I think they're in the bottom 10. Um, another, So I think there's been rumors that Utah is going to make some big moves or wants to make a big move. There's also rumors that uh, Gobert and Mitchell are not getting along swimmingly, which I thought was a thing of the past, but apparently they still hit each other or it's probably more Donovan Mitchell hates Gobert. Uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, they're not moving any of those two, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Mike Conley got moved, honestly, or Jordan Clarkson.
0: They were trying to trade Joe Ingles before he got hurt and d- done for the season, but he was the guy they were going to move.
1: And but he could still like get moved.
0: He's kind of good still. He's pretty good. He's not a bad player at all. He's like 13, five and five a night. It's not terrible.
1: Yeah, that's all right. I just, I mean, they've had him for so long. He hasn't really moved the needle for them. And everyone knows Utah is going to be out in the second round at best,
0: if that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rudy cannot play in the playoffs. He's done. No, and it's and it's going to be Donovan Mitchell putting up thirty-five points a night. And where's the rest of the scoring going to come from? Jordan Clarkson is going to put up maybe eighteen points, and that's it. is Bo- putting up twenty-one a night, man. Bogey's good, man. Twenty-one a night, think- easy. I think sometimes he'll he, he'll hit thirty, and then the next game he'll struggle to hit one three. You just hate these guys. I don't know why you hate him so much. I like Bogey. You I just think he's guts.
0: you hate his guts, and it's disgusting.
1: I think he's all right. Like, but like, if he's your second best scorer, like your second highest score, and not even second best, your second highest score, I think that's problematic.
0: Not ideal, but it's not the worst thing. <laughs> He was a great shooter.
1: Give me that young. What? No, I'm joking. That's a joke. You were, you were not, you're disgusting. I think Utah makes a move, man. They got Danny Ainge now. I think, I think Utah makes a move. Okay. They roll the dice.
0: They have a new owner. That could be, that could be true. Yeah. If you want to make it.
1: They brought in concerns
0: about their team, but maybe.
1: They brought in one of the biggest uh, scam artists coming from Boston, the cheating city, Danny Ainge president now after his quote-unquote retirement that lasted six months um, um
0: real quick side note i got some messages about our tom brady retirement episode and apparently i said he should be banished to hades which i forgot saying but i'm kind of proud of it in the past that i did that <laughs> so
1: a little side note for you there pretty proud of that one myself good job and thank you yeah he uh, never mentioned his name on the podcast again. I agree, but uh, <laughs> Okay. Webb, the all star reserves
0: were announced a few days ago. I had a veterinary emergency last week, so we couldn't put the show at Thursday, but we made our lists. Uh, we did these before they were announced. Uh, our lists, my list was incredibly accurate. I, I'm basically the best all star chooser of all time. How did you do? based on who actually made it versus your list?
1: Uh, I did pretty well, except for two names. Uh, I had Jaron Jackson, who I hate his shot, but I think Memphis is playing well, and he's one of the top shot blockers in the league. And I had Wiggins uh, over Draymond. I didn't have Draymond on my team because Draymond, he just missed a lot of time, and that was that was the reason why. But I think Draymond deserves it more than Wiggins.
0: Well, Wiggins is a starter, so he did not leave my list. But I'm going to give you the West reserves that I had so, we had to do two guards, three front court, two wild card. It was how the West reserves were done. Same as the East.
1: Oh, damn. Well, okay. I'll do it in that format after.
0: So, my West reserves that I chose before the list came out Luka Doncic, Devin Booker as the two guards, the three front court, Draymond Green, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns. And my two wild cards were Donovan Mitchell and Chris Paul. I went seven for seven. I am a basketball genius. I'm no longer just a football genius club. I have now transcended
1: sports. So congratulations to me. Yeah, well, uh, my list was more on who I thought should make it. So uh, same format, two guards, or sorry, two backcourt, three frontcourt, two wildcards. Uh, I had Chris Paul as one of my first frontcourt players. Donovan Mitchell as my, my other frontcourt. Sorry, my backcourt. Sorry about that. Chris Paul in the backcourt. Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt. Carl Towns in the front court, Jaren Jackson in the front court, Andrew Wiggins in the front court, and uh, you know a week or two ago I changed my my starters who I thought I should start. So I, I I flipped Steph Curry for John Morant, so I had John Morant as a starter along with Devin Booker. So Steph Curry was actually one of my wild cards because he's been terrible uh, as of late, and I had Luca as one of my wild cards because um, I just think that. The the West guards were tight, man. The front, sorry, the backcourt was tight. It was really hard. I think it was the hardest position on all the, the entire roster.
0: I, I thought it was not tight. I found it pretty easy to do. But again, I'm a basketball genius. <laughs> seven for seven. And that was who I thought should make the team, by the way. Not who I thought would. I thought these guys should make the team. I gave Draymond credit for his defense. Same as Rudy Gobert.
1: That's what I did. And I- basketball genius. In fairness to me, I had Gobert as a starter, so I wouldn't have had Gobert as a as a reserve. I,
0: mean, I had Gobert as a starter as well, but we had to change that when he wasn't a starter.
1: So I did. I I didn't. Oh well, that was foolish by you. Okay, because I was because my whole team was who I think should make it, not not who I thought would make it.
0: I went off who was eligible to make it. Ah, uh, because I right. basketball genius.
1: Okay, in the
0: East, I went first. In the West, who were your East? All star reserves.
1: Oh wait, one second. Before you say that, uh, I had two injury replacements for the West. One being Jonas Valanciunas, and the other being Dejounte Murray. Dejounte Murray is always has already been selected as an injury replacement for Draymond, so I get points for that too. Boom. You do not. Okay.
0: Who is your East
1: All Star reserves? All right. So again, I stuck within the rules of our little game here. I did not deviate like Coop did, but Coop is someone who does not stick to his guns. So I had uh <laughs> my starters in the East as to who I thought should be there, KD, Giannis, Embiid, DeRozan, and Levine. So therefore, uh Levine could not have been a reserve for me based on the rules that I followed correctly and fairly, unlike Coop. Um, so my reserves were LaMello Ball and Harden in the backcourt. My front court was Chris Middleton, uh, Jimmy Butler, Miles Bridges, and my two wild cards, Fred Van Vliet and Darius Garland.
0: Very, very solid list. I have no complaints. Darius Garland was an excellent choice. He did not make my list, but he was a hard he was a tough cut for me because he almost made my list. A so good choice there. So what I did was our podcast was on January twenty fifth. We announced our All Star Starters. And then the starters were named. And then for this show, I was like, okay. We can't choose those guys to be reserves because I, I follow simple directions, I guess, unlike Webb, who complicates things for no reason. That's what he does. He likes well, getting wouldn't... people fired. <laughs> He's basically a Karen, and he likes doing this. That's what he does.
1: But it wouldn't have made sense if we set out our all-stars on who we should make, or sorry, who should make the list, and then make the reserves based off who didn't make it. It's still That's... based off who we think should make it.
0: No. It's based on who is eligible to make it.
1: No, that's not that's not the parameters. The parameters are on who should be a starter. And therefore, who's left over from that should be the reserve. Terrible. That doesn't make sense to change it. But your opinion changes like... No analogy. A... No analogy, web <laughs> Exactly.
0: It your changes so fell, frequently. Your,
1: your insult fell short. It changes so frequently. I can't think of something that's so so fickle. I don't know. The wind? Fool.
0: Okay. My East reserves were James Harden, Zach Levine guards, my front court, Jason Tatum, Clint Capella, and Jared Allen. And my wild cards were Fred Van Fleet and Jimmy Butler. So here I went 6 for 7 again. Basketball genius. I chose 13 of 14 correct names, Webb. I'm on fire right now. It's it's insane how good I am at this.
1: Hey, man, if I could cheat to be on fire, I would be burning all the time. But I did it uh, correctly. uh so Coop chose Zach Levine as a starter and somehow had him on as a reserve um so I couldn't do that because you either start or you don't Coop has Zach Levine that good to start and come off the bench go figure I believe it's Zach Levine sorry you don't <laughs> and I'm yeah I I'm not a huge fan of Tatum making the the all-star list because like I said I think he's been very inefficient and I think Miles Bridges definitely deserved it more than he did. I was okay with Tatum,
0: boss. I, I was okay with Tatum. I like Tatum. he's a good player.
1: I like him too, but he's. I think I don't think he's been that much better than Jalen Brown, and I honestly couldn't choose between them. Okay. And a typical Web sitting on a fence, sitting on a fence, unable
0: to make a decision. Typical Web. My name is Coop. I jump forward, make decisions, decisive, champion. King okay, Webb. <laughs> Some teams were decisive this week in the NFL. The last three head coaching opportunities were filled. Let's talk about it. We've covered all of the other head coaches that have been hired. Let's get to these last three. Uh, New Orleans hired Dennis Allen, their defensive coordinator, to be the new head coach. They did this because, in their words, the general manager, Mickey Loomis, said, this is not a situation where our coach was fired and we needed to rebuild. So Dennis Allen made perfect sense to take over. Their defense was excellent last season. He has had coach experience. I think this is a good hire for New Orleans. Did you like
1: it? Yeah, I liked it. Um they didn't have to do this extensive coaching search. I think Dennis Allen's solid and like you said, it caught them off guard and he has a good relationship with uh with the Saints obviously. So I think I think it was a good uh good decision.
0: Yeah, I think a new coach can mess things up sometimes if they don't need to be fired. Like Sean Payton retired, but the team is still pretty good. So I think Dennis Allen makes a lot of sense there. I like that hire for New Orleans. He had very bad success in Oakland. I think he was 8 and like 32 or something like that, but that was Oakland. They were a dumpster fire. I think in New Orleans, it'll be a different situation for him if they get the quarterback thing figured out, which that's very much up in the air right now.
1: Yeah, but I think he gets I think he gets at least two years.
0: I think there's a chance Sean Payton comes back after the season, by the way. So maybe it might might be a one year thing. Back to New Orleans. Well, New Orleans ho- holds his coaching rights, so if he comes back, it has to be New Orleans unless someone trades for him. So we'll I think see. teams
1: would definitely line up to trade for Sean Payton.
0: Maybe, but John Gruden got two first round picks to be to leave teams. Is someone giving up a first round pick to get Sean Payton? I'm not sure. There,
1: I think they should. If you gave two for Payton, sorry, two for Gruden, Payton should get at least that.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's Why true. Not? Why not? This was in like two thousand one, It was Al Davis who did it. So that's or Tampa. Hmm. Was it from Oakland to Tampa? Or was it from Tampa to Oakland? I can't remember.
1: Uh, but someone
0: gave out two first-round picks for John Gruden. It was a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, because Gruden went to Tampa and then won the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: Tony Dungy's team won that Super Bowl. John Gruden. He did carpet bagger.
1: Yeah, Steve. Tony Steve Kerr all day. Um. <laughs>
0: That is that is insane that you said that Steve Kerr is not John Gruden. That's He's insane. not. That's He's insane
1: not. you made that comparison. He's not, but just um, if you see what, what I mean, like Mark Jackson had that team. The team was very good. Couldn't get over the hump for whatever reason. Kerr comes in the very next year, wins. I mean, after that, I think their careers are very different.
0: Mark Jackson couldn't win a playoff series. And Steve Kerr's first year, they won the championship. It's a very different situation, but nice try.
1: Sorry, Mark Jackson didn't have KD. Steve and-
0: Kerr didn't have KD
1: the first year either. He had LeBron. He fixed, and- Draymond. he fixed Draymond. That's what he did. I mean, but they also got really lucky in the finals. It was a very fortunate series of events for them. Okay. Just saying. Okay. It worked out quite well.
0: Just saying. Your hatred of just Steve Kerr, Evan Mobley. I'm adding the names to the list of guys you hate. CJ Luka McCollum. Doncic, CJ McCollum. Yeah, there's a long list. Why can't you be happy-go-lucky like me, Webb? Loving everybody. It's ridiculous.
1: Loving Zach Levine. Starter and reserve. I'm never dropping this.
0: Superstar. Okay, Houston hired Lovey Smith.
1: He was on their staff last
0: year. I, I like Lovey Smith. I don't understand why he's a better choice than Cully was, though. I thought Cully did a good job last year. So I'm kind of confused by this move, but
1: okay, good for Houston, I guess. Yeah, Houston doesn't know what they're doing. The only thing I say is, uh, I from what I read, they never really Houston never regarded Cully as a, a long term fit, and he was a receivers coach, no? Like at least Lovey Lovey's a defensive guy. He's been to the Super Bowl. Definitely has a better track record than Cully. I just I, I get what you're saying though. Why why get rid of Cully in one year? So apparently, what happened was they
0: hired Cully last season. And the new general manager, Casario, wanted to hire Josh McCown, high school coach, former NFL quarterback, to be the head coach. And then Brian Flores filed this lawsuit. And the idea of hiring a white person who had no NFL coaching experience to be the head coach did not look good in the eyes of most people. So they fired Cully and replaced him with Lovey Smith. And I think they're going to hire Josh McCown to be the offensive coordinator. And then fire Lovey Smith in a year and have him take over. That is my prediction of what happens. I think they should not have done that. I don't understand why this team is so infatuated with Josh McCown. It doesn't make sense to me. I think Coley was a good coach. It should have got them.
1: Uh, Houston Rockets, Houston Texans. Just not 100%. A good... The dumpster fire of a city right now. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Houston Astros. I don't know, man. Cheaters. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: The last coach i want to talk about. Uh, Miami hired Mike McDaniel, the 49ers' offensive coordinator. Apparently, he is the one who made Debo Samuel a star. He's the guy who talked Kyle Shanahan into having him be a running back. Debo Samuel had a 30 minute meeting with him every week, and Debo Samuel credits Mike McDaniel with making him the player he is. And the 49 and sorry, the Miami right Dolphins.
1: <coughs> sorry, um,
0: the 49ers have. Plans to make Jalen Waddle the next Debo Samuel.
1: Uh, Can I I just interject for a second? Sure. Jalen Waddle broke the rookie record for receptions. Can we not make it seem like Jalen Waddle has this huge mountain to climb to beat Debo Samuel? He's already a pretty high-tier athlete, or high-tier player, I should say.
0: I think Jalen Waddle is nowhere near the player he should be in this offense. Jalen Waddle is a big play guy and he was catching eight passes a game for four yards a pass. It made no sense how they were using him. He was the fastest player in the draft class and he never went deep. It didn't make sense how they're using him. And I think Mike McDaniel will be able to fix these problems. All, all reports are that he is one of the best uh, coaching minds in the league. Everyone that has played for him has raved about him. He's a young guy and I think he will... I'm not sure you can fix Tua to make him better, but I think the offense will be much more interesting, and I think he will do a good job in Miami. I like I like Mike McDaniel quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, It's a big year for Tua coming up, so let's see what happens. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happens, but interested to see. And I want to get out of here
0: on this topic, but really quick, Kyler Murray has removed all every piece of information on his Instagram about the Arizona Cardinals. He has no pictures, no mention. He is eligible for a contract this offseason. Has Kyler been told he will not be getting this contract? Does Kyler want out? Why do you think he removed all traces of the Arizona Cardinals from his Instagram?
1: Because he's part of Gen Z? I don't know. Uh, I honestly didn't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't know about this. Uh, to me, it's not a big deal. But to this generation, uh, it's a huge huge message you Um, and
0: i aren't on instagram like that so we don't care at all but apparently it's a huge deal and i was shocked by this story
1: yeah whenever someone does that it's apparently a big deal i don't care about it but to them it means something to them so um yeah i i think it means something like i i i honestly don't know i don't know it's 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 kind of surprising
0: is kyler murray the quarterback in arizona
1: in two seasons i can't say for sure i think he's there next year on the fence web. Shocking. Coop, you know I always take a hard stance, man. I was the one who said Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are not coming back next year. And I said, when you said Aaron Rodgers was coming back, was not coming back, I said he was to Green Bay in 2021. You have when
0: made I, four tough stances in three, three years of this podcast. Congratulations.
1: Two years. Kyler Murray. No injuries. Yeah. I think he's back. I think he's back. No injuries. Everything ideal. Like, no injuries uh cliff kingsbury doesn't get fired next year i think he's back i think he's
0: back as well i think he's playing hardball for contract negotiations that's all it says that's my guess
1: yeah maybe i don't know We gotta ask these uh these kids what the hell it means when you take off uh your employer from your social media it's ridiculous
0: okay everybody please go follow us on twitter at rookie venoms subscribe on itunes spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts really appreciate it Web. Trade deadline Thursday. What is the last, what is one big prediction you think happens? Give me one quick thing. Ben Simmons
1: does not get traded.
0: Okay. We'll be back Thursday with a gigantic Super Bowl preview show to get you and your degenerate gambler friends ready for the Super Bowl. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night.
1: We out.